You are listening to the Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys podcast. Sam Lubman and Joe Shasky and Joe Shasky's dog coming at you every week with all the best Giants content. Make sure you're liking, subscribing, reviewing, sharing all the time because, again, two times a week, sometimes one, we're coming at you with some pretty good Giants content, mainly because the Giants are giving us lots of good content to work with. Shasky, we are a, about a month away from the Midsummer Classic Major League Baseball's All-Star Game happening at uh, Safeco. Is it still Safeco Field? I still call yes. it Safeco Field. Yeah, um, Safeco. I, I don't keep track of these name changes, but we are a month away from baseball's All-Star Game. I think we already know for sure that Camilo Doval is a lock to make the game. Uh, right. But I'm kind of curious, you know, who else might join him? So, uh, a couple weeks ago for the station, I kind of wrote about this, kind of saying, you know, who could the Giants All-Stars be this year? I, I, I divided it into five very simple categories. You got your everybody gets one. You no know, no matter what, everyone gets one All-Star. That's probably going to be Duval. Okay. You got your locks. Those are the guys who write them in an ink. They will be at the All-Star game this year. You got your guys who should be in, in that they're played well enough to warrant a selection, but they might get snubbed. Guys who are on the bubble or, you know, guys, they, they, these guys have played very well. Maybe they get in, maybe they don't, but you're not going to shake a stick if they don't get in. And then you got your guys on the outside looking in. Those guys who have had great seasons, but you're not going to an all-star game right now. So that's kind of how I had divided it. Um, I don't know if you want to use a similar system there, but outside of Camille Duvall, who would you say is the safest bet to to join him on the sideline in Seattle? I like Tyra Shada. I think Tyra Shada, defensively number one rated player by advanced metrics, defensively at second base, and then offensively, he's been a catalyst for what they've done all year. Um, they had a little scuffle when he was injured. You know, like yeah. the team just did not look as good, uh, and I think that's because of his offensive jolt. So I'm going to go Tyra Shada. Though I really believe that. Your boy Lamont Wade Jr. has an unbelievable opportunity to get into into the into the race as well. His on base percentage is phenomenal. Yeah, I think Estrada is probably the safest bet there. Uh, Luis Arias out of Miami's probably get the start because he's flirting with yes. four hundred right now. Outside of that, uh, it'll be interesting kind of who might bump Estrada out there, but. Yeah, it's it's this, the second base position. It's always kind of a weird one. I don't. I'm not totally sure who else would really get get in there. Um, the infield can be crowded in the National League, but yeah, Lamont Wade Jr. Though that's an interesting one because again, you don't see a lot of leadoff hitters who play first base. That's yes. not a leadoff position. He's he's that's a good point. A fat, he's not really when you look at Lamont Wade Jr. You don't think of speed in the way you no. would like say Estuary Ruiz with the A's yes. or Ronald Acuna Jr. with the Braves, guys who they look like they're speedsters, but he's still got a little bit of scoot in there. Mm-hmm. But Lamont Wade's thing is, yeah, he gets on base a lot. He's got some good power really in there. Good defensively. He's incredibly good defensively. The problem there is that first base is always super stacked. Goldschmidt, and the former actually, MVP. Yeah, Goldschmidt, Pete Alonso is going to be in yeah. there. So it's that Matt cool. Olson, who's having a monster year. It, it's going to be tough kind of cracking that numbers game. Um, he would be an interesting one. And uh, what about Conforto? That's another one where the outfield gets very crowded very quickly. And Conforto, I feel like I, I had him as a guy who maybe should be in. And I think he's definitely played well enough. He had that really hot stretch in the middle of May that I feel like is kind of carrying most of his all-star uh, credibility. Yeah. I, I, I would like to see more of that and Conforto. to make. What about J.D. Davis? J.D. Davis is a guy who it just – he should be an all-star. That's Why? Guy who I put, I just, when you look, he is at the top of almost every single metric uh, amongst third baseman. He's okay. outplaying Nolan, Nolan Arenado. He's outplaying some of the best third base. Like out, aside from Max Muncy, 
no third baseman is playing an overall better game right now than J.D. Davis. Okay. The mix of defense and offense is just – and he has just he's been a rock in the Giants lineup. Incredibly dependable. It sucks that he's going to be out for the next week or so with a sprained ankle. The problem with J.D. Davis is that he doesn't have that name recognition that usually yeah. the All-Star game likes. Uh, so he's probably not going to get the fan vote unless Giants fans kind of do what they did in 2012 and just overstuff the ballot box. Mm-hmm. Maybe he gets in on like the final vote kind of thing. Um, but I think JD Davis, the fact is just, just people don't really know who he is. Yeah. And you kind of at that that's kind of where the all-star game is it about you know the best players, or is it about yeah. the most popular players? Is it about the guys who it's had the all best it's all of how, those things. How much does last year come into focus? That, that's why with the all-star game, I'm glad well, like Fernando Tatis Jr. is one of the top vote getters. I mean, he was suspended for pretty much all of last year at the beginning of this year. I feel like he's getting in. Yeah, no, he probably will because he is a popular player exactly. who Major League Baseball tabs as he's going to be a guy who brings young fans to the park. Yes. And so as, as long as that's the case, yeah, guys like Fernando Tatis Jr., they're always going to probably be at the yeah. All-Star game and probably at the expense of a guy like a J.D. Davis. Um, one guy I want to throw out there, this is one we've talked about quite a bit, is Logan Webb. Can Logan Webb find his way into the All-Star game? I know I, I I've just, been saying this, drum. I know. Where, where do you stand on that right now? Look, you guys can all tell me that win-loss record doesn't matter, but it does. To me, it does. I mean, you're winning the game, giving your team the lead, handing the ball late in games still matters. Can can the bullpen blow it? Yeah, but he's got six losses, right? He's under 500 right now, I still believe. Five and six, is that correct? Yes. Even if it was reversed, six and five, I still don't think he gets in. There's just It's crowded. I mean, you got Spencer Strider, who's blown away right now, just been absolutely phenomenal. Clayton Kershaw has been phenomenal. There are a lot of starting pitchers. Zach Gallon, Merrill Kelly in Arizona, they're tearing it up. That being Um, said, maybe he's a sub. I don't know. That's what I kind of think would be the case with Logan Webb, too, because you look at the all-star roster construction, you probably figure at least eight to seven or eight starting pitchers are going to be selected. So you got to figure, okay, the eight best starting pitchers right now. I think Logan Webb's in that nine to 12 range. I agree. Nationally. I agree. So that's where I think the, the, the subs really kind of come in. And then what about like when, when a team like the Rockies, who's going to be the Rockies? Yeah. You know, like I I don't remember if they have someone who's a starter that would qualify, but like, you know, last year, Mantiply got it from the bullpen from Arizona. He was not an all-star last no. year, but he was their all-star nod, and he was out of the bullpen. Could a, a crummy team, Chicago Cubs, you know? Yeah. They, could, it be, could it be Marcus Stroman or yeah. Liam Hendricks, even though they're not really deserving, but you have to fill that spot? I think, yeah, that's probably going to be a numbers game that forces Logan Webb out of the all-star yeah. game. The one uh, saving grace, I think, for Logan Webb is that Anyone who pitches on Sunday obviously is not eligible to take part in the game. So every year there's these one or two starting pitchers who end up getting the call on Sunday. They still toe the line in the game on Tuesday night, mm-hmm. but they're not going to pitch in the game. And that's when that's, I think, Logan Webb's best chance to make yes. it in is someone like Spencer Strider or Zach Gallen. They pitch on that Sunday. And Logan Webb, I think, should be one of the first three or four pitchers who are called to replace uh, those guys. I think that's his best hope there. Uh, lastly, um, Alex Cobb. Do you think he can find a way to kind of get into the game? He's got to a great start. I feel like he's kind of slowing down a little bit, Come though. On, no. Now we're reaching. We're reaching I the bottom of the barrel. That, that's reaching. Don't hurt yourself. You're going to hurt yeah. your oblique. You're going to end up on the DL like Mitch Hanley. Uh, no, we're fish around the bottom of the barrel. I can feel the bottom of there. The last name I want to throw out there, he okay. has no shot of getting into the All-Star game, but I do think he deserves some sort of a shout-out for how well he's pitched this year. It's Tyler Rogers. 
I agree. I would love to see two bullpen guys get picked, yeah. Camillo and one other, because that would really, uh, that would really, to me, exemplify what really has happened for the Giants in the first half. The bullpen has carried the staff. Yeah. And Tyler Rogers, again, I've always been a fan of Tyler Rogers. We always talk about our Bonte and I's famous uh, civil <laughs> discussion about Tyler Rogers. But my thing is, I, I love a I love a good submariner. You do. I, I hated Young Young Kim when I was a kid, watching him when he was pitching the Diamondbacks. I was so jealous of A's fans that they got to enjoy Chad Bradford. I always enjoyed watching Brad Ziegler pitch. When you have a good submariner, it's just oh, so cool. You did not like, go Brad Ziegler. I did go Brad Ziegler. It's fun to watch submariners. Like I give, just, you know what? When I'm, you have I'm a good you. submarine pitcher, it's just so cool. I know. It just know. is. And I so Tyler Rutch, if the Giants were like, you know, 25 and 45 right now or something like that, just an abysmal going nowhere team. Uh-huh. Tyler Rogers is probably your all-star. I agree. But the Giants, unfortunately, they're 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 good enough to where no. they have other guys who can rep the team. Look. How excited are you for this Dodger series coming up? No, oh, I was just about to get into it because the last time the Giants played the Dodgers, it was not a pretty sight. They took two or three and they just, the Giants looked like they were not in the Dodgers. League. I agree. This is a completely different Giants team now. And going into LA Dodgers, their bullpen is bigly scuffling right now. They, their bullpen's got a 490 ERA on the season. Shasky. That's the second worst in baseball. Wow. Behind, just only the A's have a worse bullpen right now. Wow. And that is not a bullpen you want to have uh, in your company. Uh, I mean, the Giants, for the most part, their bullpen is all around better than the Dodgers. Uh, fielding independent pitching. Giants, eighth in the league. Dodgers, 24th. Giants, much better at uh, leaving guys on base. Their bullpen is uh, 71%. Dodgers, 69%. So they're close there. Um, batting average against. Giants are holding hitters to 20 uh, sorry 226 their bull their 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 bullpen is the Dodgers bullpen is 255 which is second worst in baseball behind the A's and above the Nationals like this bullpen is a big train wreck right now and the Giants are a team that's doing some damage in the late innings right now I'm excited because I think you have a chance to really make a statement in this series if you can take two or three against the Dodgers I'm 100 with you and to me you're feeling the the tide of the entire NL West shift this year. Padres and Dodgers, we thought, were going to be the teams for the formidable future. Uh, is it the Arizona Diamondbacks followed by the Giants moving forward? And I was actually just about to pose that same question to you, Shassi. Do you still look at the Dodgers as no. the standard bearers in the West? I asked Farhan this question the, no. in the end of the season presser last year. How do you close the gap? And the first thing he said was, like, yeah, the Dodgers, they set the standard in the NL West. So, you, Well, right now, Corbett... Corbin Carroll is uh, the MVP. To me, he's the MVP of the league right yeah. now. I would take him as at least an MVP in the NL West team. right now. Yeah, yes. I mean, I don't, maybe Acuna gets in there, but you know, Sean Murphy's going to. But yeah, I agree. Corbin Carroll is he is that dude right now. He's amazing. League, he's so much fun to watch. Right he's a hybrid of Jacoby Ellsbury, Kenny, Kenny Lofton, and my guy Grady Sizemore. I mean, he's all my favorite players rolled into one. Yeah. I'm not ready quite yet to declare the Dodgers dead as the standard bearer in the NL West because they still have one of the best farm systems yeah, in baseball. I know. They can still acquire anybody they want I the know. trade deadline without giving up one of their top three, four, five prospects. They have a system in place to where you're seeing with James Outman. They're just going to keep seeing guys like that. These guys who just come out of nowhere of their farm system and then just start playing really, really good baseball. And 
a lot of people I think want like to point out the Dodgers offseason. Oh, they're slowing down. They're not as good anymore. They're kind of scaling things back. The reason the Dodgers did not spend a lot of money in the offseason is because they are getting ready to drop the fattest check imaginable on Shohei Otani this winter. And I say this to anybody who will listen to me. I fully expect Otani to be a Dodger next year. And when that happens, this whole, are the Dodgers the standard of the wet of the NL West still? It's not even going to be a conversation because they will still yet oh, again be you. the standard. I, I know. Hate I hate you. it too. I hate it too. I, I feel gross just saying it, but I feel like if you're a Giants fan, the sooner you can come to terms with that, the better off you're going to be. That's just where the Dodgers, they, they are an evil empire. I call them the death star. They are a death star. They're going to keep being a death star for the foreseeable future. That's just, I think that's just where they're at right now. They're a very well-run and deep-pocketed organization. And, you know, you see with with the Padres, they could be running out of cash a lot sooner than I think they expected. The Arizona Dimebacks, have we ever looked at the Dimebacks and be like, oh, yeah, look at the money bags they got. The Dodgers, they have the resources to outlast the, the Padres and Diamondbacks. The one team in this division that I think can match them resource for resource, it's the Giants. Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. Yeah, I think you're right. But I, look, I just think the Diamondbacks have been very fiscally responsible and they're building something special. I really do. Oh, yeah, they very much. I, and I think because they're Arizona, we laugh at them. But I don't know. I really like what they're doing right now. But I love where the Giants are at. I do. So this uh, a very fun weekend coming up yeah. in L.A. Quite the quite the pitching matchups we have announced right now. Shasky, you ready for this? So uh, Friday night's game, we got TBD going against TBD. <sighs> Run's going to be at a premium there. Uh, Saturday, we got TBD going against Bobby Miller, who's uh, only made a few starts. He's 3-0 with a .78 ERA and 23 innings pitched. Another one of those farm system guys that the Dodgers love making making, uh, Giants fans miserable with. And then Sunday, (laughs) it's it's, it's TBD going against Tony Gonsolin. Oh, TBD against Tony Gonsolin. A little bit of gamesmanship here by the Giants, or it's because we just don't no know who idea. any of their starting pitchers are right now. Maybe Shamanaya gets a start I, this weekend. I guess maybe that could be our final thought. Does Shamanaya okay. get a start this weekend? About time. Let's see him do something. Yeah, I, I would like to see him too because, again, he's been pitching well enough. And, again, the Giants might not have any choice but to yeah, uh, that's put a good him point. in the rotation. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully the Giants can take two or three against a scuffling Dodgers bullpen. Uh, Dodgers blue bullpen threw a 4-2 lead against the White Sox on uh, Wednesday night. Um, yeah, it's not pretty. Dave Roberts said after the, the loss last night, it's very frustrating and they have to do better. It's not workload. It's not the wrong lanes or the right lanes. It's they need to be better, period. That's what Dave Roberts said last night after the Dodgers bullpen blew a 4-2 lead and wasted a gem from Clayton Kershaw. And the Giants don't get to see Clayton Kershaw this weekend. It's a miracle. It really is a miracle. Christmas miracle. It really is. So anyway, for Joe Shasky, I am Sam Lubman. This is the Garlic Fries and Baseball Guys podcast. We will be back next week to talk about this Giants-Dodgers series and then a big homestand against the Padres and Diamondbacks on the other side. So until then, we will see you on the next one.